Hey, just left the store. I will be there shortly. Got something for you and the baby. So I will see you in a little bit. Yeah, put the beers in the freezer. And uh, we'll have a good time. Shut the fuck up. Really? Was it worth it? Now he'll never make dinner, never again. And several people won't make it home. Texting, it can wait. No texting while driving. Brought to you by Road to Stardom Radio. Welcome, 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 everyone. This is Tim Rhodes, and we'll just start the video six hours with you. I hope you're having a great night. We're going to get the show started. Hey, Missionary Ken. How's it going, Road? Everything's going good. How's it going with you? I'm one cool dude tonight looking for a really cool show. So, we are going to talk about this story out of Orlando, Florida. And there were five people at a restaurant in Orlando, Florida. And they went there because there was a jazz band playing there. And they wanted to see the jazz band, so they figured they will go there, see the jazz band, have dinner, drinks. So there's a there's an app called Open, I think it's Open Door, where you can go on that app and you can book your reservations for, like, for restaurants, you know, that take reservations. You can book your reservations there. And they did that ahead of time because this jazz band was going to be there called Take Five. So they're there. They order drinks, they eat their food. So, you know, you know, they've been there for a while. So the manager of the restaurant tells them they have to go. They have to leave. And so let me pull up the story. The restaurant is called Dove Quixote, and this is in Orlando, Florida. And because, you know, most restaurants, if it's a popular restaurant, they have a turnaround time, you know, turnaround, meaning that once you finish your meal, that table will get refilled again, and it'll keep going, turning over and over and over. But... Not in this case. I'm hoping I'm spelling it. Let me make sure I'm spelling this restaurant's name right to pull up the article. Because they were saying, so you know how when black people are discriminated against, no matter what where they are, they always say, well, dining while black or whatever, whatever the situation, wherever they are, the area they are. 
dining, you know, um, black while at the mall. You know, they always say stuff like that. So I'm trying to um, pull up this article so I can share the full story. Just give me a minute. Now, Road, I can't give you a minute. I'm not a clock. So I'm trying to. It's in downtown Orlando. This restaurant's in downtown Orlando. And I'm trying to see if they have an article online about the situation. But all I'm seeing is information about the actual restaurant, not the... And you want to know what's crazy, Missionary Ken, is that the five people that were there, that they kicked out the restaurant, when they were leaving, another family said they kicked us out the restaurant too. So... He told the guy who's the manager, told the five people that there's a time limit when dining at the restaurant. But when you go to the rest, when you're when you're going to the restaurant, there's no sign on the door. When you get to the hostess, there's no sign there. On the menu, there's no sign. So there's no sign to say there's a time limit when sitting at the table. But he's telling these people that there is. And to me, this is crazy. This is crazy that in this, in this time that we are now, that you would do something like that. Right? Well, that's a new one on me. I've never heard of a restaurant with a time limit. That's the first one on me. Yeah, but. But some restaurants have it because they get so much business. Like, there are restaurants literally that have lines around the corner, and this is why they they have time limits, because they get such so much business in one day, they have a time limit. But this restaurant does it, and they kick these people out, and that's what they were stating, that they have a time I can't find an article, but I am going to pull up my YouTube so we can hear the clip from Roland Martin's show where he interviews the people it happened to, and everybody can give their opinion on the situation. And I was like, you you put a time limit on people that and they and then the person left the review and said that the manager was going around telling the patrons that the reason why the cops escorted them out is because they couldn't pay their bill which came which their bill was 
$600 and they paid it, but he was saying the reason why the cops escorted them out was because they couldn't pay their bills. What the hell they go eat for 600 So, six, the first story we're talking about is a restaurant in Orlando named Dove Quixote kicked out five African-American patrons in their restaurant stating that the reason why they kicked them out is because they have a time limit when you go to the restaurant. Is that right? the policy for everybody? No, there's, that's not the policy of the restaurant because there's no sign stating there is a time limit. They booked their, the lady said, who was part of the group, said she booked it months ago because she saw that the jazz group Take Five was going to be there performing. So they decided Okay, we're going to go. So she booked it ahead of time through an app called Open Door. And the day comes, they go, they're sitting there, they're talking, having drinks, eating their food. I guess the band, you know, played and all that stuff. And then here, here they get told that they have to leave. And they're looking confused, like, why we have to leave? And they were saying because there's a time limit on the on the table. Because usually when 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 restaurants have so much business, they they you know there's a turnaround. Meaning, as soon as these people finish and they leave, and we want to seat somebody there, it's gonna be a turnaround. They finish, they leave. Some more people gonna be sitting there, so they constantly are gonna be rotating people. So it's like if you're still there eating. They're going to be rotating people in those seats. But the thing is, they don't have signage that says there's a time limit. It's not on the door. When right. you come to the door, it's not at the hostess. You go to the hostess to tell them you have reservations and, what, and how many are in your party. It's none of that. On the menu, I so... Mean, on the menu, there's no nothing that says there's a time limit. So I'm going to play the video because I just watched it earlier on Roland Martin, and he interviewed the people that happened to. Wow. So I'm going to play the video for everybody to hear it, and then you can everybody can one by one give their opinion. For real, this doesn't. So Roland Martin titled it Eating Too Slow While Black. So let me click on the video. I have actually gone up to strangers and asked them about their legs. And I've had people say, I don't know what to do. Oh, y'all, Saturday night, you and some friends, friends are meeting up for dinner and checking out some jazz entertainment, you're enjoying the evening, we're still ordering drinks. All of a sudden, they say, yo, y'all have to go. Y'all taking way too long. That's what happens to
uh, wrestler called Dove uh, Coach in downtown Orlando. The manager, Kyle Tazioli, called the cops on a party of five to have them removed. Another patron left a review on Google and said they were told the cops were called because the black folks refused to pay their $600 bill, which actually had been paid. Yeah, straight up. Now, pull a video, y'all. Oh, I need to hear the audio. No, no, no. 
evidence of charge that. Are, are they claiming that there's a time limit for each table? Yes. Okay. So, have you seen that? On was it on the door? Was it on a stand at check at uh, at uh, check in? Was it on the menu? So was it posted anywhere that there was a so-called time limit? No, sir. No time limit. Not posted. Not told to us. Gotcha. Uh, how long were y'all there? Uh, for the time when they first started to come and try to usher us out, maybe, maybe an hour, maybe an hour and a half, hour, 15 minutes, hour and a half. Okay. So the, this restaurant y'all were at, they had live entertainment? Yes, sir. So typically, I mean, I've been to a lot of places where they actually have live entertainment. And when they do, they're, you're like there for a while. You're like two, two and a half, three hours because of live entertainment. Right. This, I, I, I am perplexed. Now, now, when we did reach out to uh, the owner, uh, and we sent them an email, uh, and uh, Carol, the owner is Rob. That's who this is? Okay, so he said, uh, Ms. Gant, can you please provide me with the name and phone numbers of the guests who were part of this group from Saturday night, the two gentlemen in the video in particular, I would like to call them personally to understand what happened and have a cordial, polite conversation to discuss their concerns. Thank you for your consideration. That's what he sent to us. Had, had y'all heard from him? Not at all. Not at all. Um, what communication uh, have y'all had with, uh, has anyone contacted the owner? The only contact we had was with the owner's son, and he was the one who led the charge in getting us uh, escorted out by the police. Um, so were y'all actually escorted out? Well, I, I can tell you this, uh, uh, Roland. The police were very cordial. They were very nice. They even said to us that we will walk out first so that it doesn't seem like we are escorting you out. However, because this is a private organization, we had to leave. But they were very nice. They said that we will walk out first, so it doesn't seem like we are actually escorting you out. I, I'm just, uh, I mean, again, and, and, and let me real, let me look. I, I know of, I know of some restaurants uh, that are extremely busy, where they have reservations, and look, they look, they flip those tables. Um, and, um, uh, and uh, I know some places, like I say, there are highly successful restaurants that actually do this. But what, what, what's crazy to me is for a manager to say this, and you literally have it nowhere posted anywhere, and it seems as if you just sort of made it up. And the other thing is this here. There are date stamps uh, on, uh, on receipts. Uh, when those waiters put orders in, there's a time stamp on it. So y'all are able to show from the moment an order was placed um, until, until when, you get, when you get your receipt how long you were there. Yes. Yes. What's your plan going forward? Uh, I can tell you this. First of all, it's an honor to be on your show. Uh, so thank you very much for, for covering this. Uh, what, what, what I have done, uh, I reached out to some of the contacts that I had here in Orlando, and they're giving me a list of attorneys uh, that I'm going to contact. Uh, I also have some some connections uh, into the mayor office, and I know 
money, our money return. Uh, and, and then, because uh, I have my mom here, and I was talking to my mom um, about, again, she was, uh, she grew up in Alabama and Jim Crow and explained this to her. And she was like, you know what, they really just tried to take your dignity. So what is the price of your dignity? And really there is no price on that. Um, but I truly, I, 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 I want to make it painful for that. For, again, you're talking about five uh, professionals, four of them black, uh, successful, and just that humiliation, uh, embarrassment. And later we found out that that manager's son went around and told everybody that we were being escorted out because we couldn't pay our bill. Transgender. It's made very, very cool through the media. Okay, so there's a thing. With TikTok. Wow. Yeah. Mm. It was just very humiliating, Roland. I mean, at the end of the day, we when we walked out to wait for the valet for the car, um, it was another family that had been approached by the event coordinators that they needed to leave as well. And we didn't get them on camera, but so this isn't something that was just isolated to us. Uh, there were some other black families that were impacted and, and they were celebrating their dad, this is the husband's birthday. Um, it was just no excuse. Um, again, we, we, we deal with these stories all the time. Uh, and unfortunately, uh, this is what I always say, it is the reality uh, of what it means to be black uh, in America. Uh, keep us surprised uh, of this case and of what happens next. And um, our, uh, Carol, my producer, will be sure to forward y'all uh, Rob's email and phone number the owner uh, so y'all can have that conversation. Awesome. Roland, thank you very much. I appreciate the time. Uh, I appreciate thank it. Thank you so very much. You know, Renita, this is, I mean, we, we, we do these stories. So you heard what the people that was, that happened to had to say? Yeah, yeah. So you, you I have everybody a, one by one to give their opinion, starting with Missionary Ken. Oh. Well, in all honesty, hey, if they did what there is being said, and it sounds very much like it has been what they said, Hey, they should ask for restitution because, yeah, their dignity was being insulted there. And, hey, if this manager has to dip into his wallet, maybe they'll learn a lesson. And maybe they'll start posting signs if they're going to do time limits. Maybe they'll, have, they'll get the message, post signs so that people know and make it across the board, not just blacks, but everybody. Because everybody is equal. I mean, Dr. Martin Luther King's speech says it all. And and just, I'm sorry to say, it's true. Because I'm sorry to say, it even happens in the churches, okay? Uh, think about wow. it. How many, how many black people in in black churches go into a white neighborhood pounding on doors and inviting them to their churches and vice versa how many whites go to black neighborhoods and knock on doors and invite those of the black race to their churches 
the segregation is still there, and it's wrong. Martin Luther King preached against that. There it is. It's wrong. So, Six, what is your opinion on this situation? Uh, it, it, it disgusts me that you in this day and time, 2023, you can't go out, enjoy yourself without having this situation come up to where they eat the food. So it's kind of like, okay, you're us to eat here, but you got to go. It would have it would have satisfied me if there were a Caucasian family eating or another ethnicity family eating. And if this is what was said to be true, it would have it would have made me more happier and not feel that the blacks were discriminated against just because of their color. So it's like their money is good enough, but them enjoying themselves after they finish is not. So it kind of brings me back to where Sammy Davis Jr., uh, Nat King Cole, and all the other greats are good enough to perform for you, but yet they can't go through the front door. They got to go through the back door. They got to go through the back door to get their food, their sandwiches, and they cannot stand and have the same lodging as their counterparts. They couldn't stay in the same hotel as Frank Sinatra. You know, so it's kind of like we're still said. It would have made me a lot more better feeling if a Caucasian family had the same time limit that they gave those blacks. And then to add insult to insult, these are professional people that had the means to pay the bill but was lied to by the police saying that they were kicked out because they didn't pay the bill. Mm -hmm. So that's just like being white. So I I don't like it, and and I think it gets better, but that's ridiculous. Okay, are you done, Six? I'm not done yet. So, like I said, if that is policy, let that be posted time limit, so don't get comfortable. I'm complete. Nicole, you want to say something? Yes, good evening, everyone. Um, I think this was truly unfair, and if you didn't have signs posted, then you should not have made that move uh, with rem- having the family or and friends removed. I think that was just ridiculous, um, unfair, and I think that they should get their money back and... Um, Somehow the the person who did that needs to be penalized in some form or fashion. Um, it, at this day and time, we shouldn't be doing this kind of stuff to each other. And I'm sorry, America is just a melting pot. Um, we have all different races here, and we need to stop discriminating, discriminating against each other and start... Um, Caring and loving each other. I'm complete. I, I agree. And you know what's crazy? The person who told them they had to go was another black person. The event coordinator of the the person who coordinated this event was black, and he is the one that told them they had to go. So the per the manager 
couldn't do it himself, tell them they had to go. He sent the event coordinator to tell them they had to go. That's crazy. Yes. It's mind-boggling to me that you're in a diverse area. You're going to get people in your restaurant of different ethnic backgrounds. And if you don't like any of them, oh, well, keep that to you. I get it. If you don't like black people, I get it. But you're going to have them coming to your restaurant. You can't post a sign and say no blacks allowed because then when people see that, they're not going to want to patronize your restaurant. The way they did. And they... What I'm saying is back in the Back in the day, they used to have the signs that say whites only, blacks only. But being 2023, people are not, when they, if they had that on their restaurant in this day and age, no one would patronize. They would still have people patronizing their restaurant, but it won't be as popular as it, as it is. Because when you live in a diverse area, you're going to get all different people from different backgrounds. You're going to get gay and lesbian people. You're going to get the LGBTQIA people. You're going to get black people. You're going to get Hispanic people. Okay. Hold on. Hold on. You know, you're going to get people from different backgrounds patronizing your business. But if you're a person who is racist and don't like these type of people, and you put your restaurant in a diverse neighborhood, that's all you're going to get. Mm-hmm. It's just, it's yeah, just, it... just sad that... Go ahead. Who's trying to say something? I'm just saying it just doesn't make any sense. And like I said, if if a white if a white couple or another ethnicity got kicked out, then like I said, I would I wouldn't feel so bad. That shows that actually it is a time limit. But I'm sure it was some Caucasians in there eating. And if they there was in the video, you can see the, when they pan. Like when they pan the video, when they pan a little bit, you can see other people eating, and there are people who are in the restaurant that did a review online saying that the restaurant told them the reason why they were escorted out is because they couldn't pay their bill, but their bill was already paid. By the time the police mm-hmm. came, the bill was already paid. So this is what this is what's so crazy that you going around telling people in the restaurant that these these people can't pay their bill, but it was already paid. Yeah. Uh, is it just you, myself, Nikhil, and uh, uh, Wolfgang on the line? Yes, it is. Okay. So, all right, all right. We gotta we gotta do better when it comes to. Well, Florida's changing the way they are because of DeSantis. So you you know all the you know because of the way DeSantis is running Florida, people 
are not hiding their racism anymore. As we notice that the way the census is run in Florida, people are not hiding their racism anymore. I mean, it, it really, I mean, it really ain't no, it, it really isn't no time for that because pretty much we're, we're equal, pretty much. All we have to do is do the work, whatever it is that we do. And it shouldn't even be any racism still, but it is, but it shouldn't be. At this time, it's a point of you want to be lazy or you want to work. And that's what it boils down to. All right. But, Somebody. Well, this is what I'm please. thinking. I'm think, I want to know if that coordinator is still going to work with them after all of this happened. You know he is. He's what's called their token. He's their token. You know he is. And, and that's unfortunate because like Wolf Gang said, against it. He fought for equality. Fought so we could mingle together and have fun do different and so the diversity of uh, all right. Um, I, w- I would like to <clears throat> add to it. And I just think that um, as a, a person who, who likes to go out to eat or, you know, as a consumer, um, period, I think that if it was me, I would probably want to boycott this restaurant and encourage others to not uh, – spend their their money at this restaurant at all because if you're doing stuff like that and and showing favoritism um i don't think you need to be in business you're in the wrong business and in the wrong location so um with that i'm complete amen to kale no you know you know what though the, the manager is the son of the owner. So it's not even the owner himself. It's his son that's doing this. So even if the father, let's just say the father's not a racist, but his son is, because of his son's actions, he is now going to be losing business because of what his son did. Because when Roland said that they emailed him, the owner, he said he will contact the people that this happened to to get their side of the story. Because you know the son is probably the son probably told him some cockamamie story to make the father believe that it was their fault and not his. When you can clearly see in the video that it was the son's fault because if it wasn't your fault and they were in the wrong, why you yourself couldn't come to the table? Why did you send the event coordinator? He's not the waitress or waiter. That's not his job. He's an event coordinator. 
All he does is coordinate events for your restaurant. That's all he does. So he's not neither a waitress or a waiter. That's not his job position. So you as the manager should have handled that on your own instead of sending someone else. If that was the case, right? If that was truly the case. Excuse my French, but son or no son, if it was my restaurant and I owned it, I'd be kicking his butt out as manager and get somebody else. I agree. I think he his son should be fired. Um, and I feel like he should have to do a formal apology and um, then extending a courtesy, either give the people their money back or extend the courtesy of them coming back um, to have dinner on, on the restaurant. Well, to they, come back to a place they, 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 they said they're not going to go back to that restaurant. Well, I agree. I give them their money back then. You know, right. do something, but no I think you should give a formal... Apology. <laughs> no one wants to lose six hundred dollars. No one no. wants to lose six hundred dollars. That's what just happened. Once they get right, they find them a good lawyer, and the lawyer takes their case. They they are going to get their money back double. Or maybe triple since it was five of them. They might give them five times. <laughs> hey. Let it so be that. Yeah, it's, it's like I said, unfortunate. He is. Yeah. This is, this is happening, like Rosa said, this does happen a lot. And so there's another story that I wanted to talk about. So this happened in L.A. 13-year-old girl goes into a McDonald's and winds up getting attacked by a grown woman and McDonald's, and the people behind the counter did absolutely nothing to help this 13-year-old girl. That was actually crazy. I saw the video, um, and I saw more people holding their cameras and filming it versus them trying to stop it. And this girl didn't even know why this woman attacked her. Yep, she didn't. All she was doing is going to McDonald's to get something to eat and get the chat. That's unfortunate. I'm not loving that. I'm not loving that at all either. The manager should should have did something. The cops should have been called. So there's an activist who 
who found out what happened, and he went over there and boycotted the McDonald's. Like, protested at the McDonald's and, and wanted to know why nobody helped this 13-year-old. And you know what happened? They called the cops, and the cops, was, you know, he he had to explain to the cops. He said the 13-year-old went in there, and she got attacked, and they didn't do anything. Like, what was the that? Ain't that something. See, they don't do nothing to help a 13-year-old, but some guy trying to stand up for her, then all of a sudden they want to go after him. That's crazy. That is crazy. Yep, it is. And it's... And it's people like, holding them captive that they just as guilty. Yes, right. I agree. The manager, I think, should be fired for staying, for letting it happen in the restaurant. For letting a 13-year-old, I would say fire everybody who was there, who was working that day when the 13-year-old got beat up by a grown woman. They should all be fired for not doing anything. Mm-hmm. In this day and age, with everybody having a cell phone, you'd think one person would have picked up a cell phone and called the cops. No, I mean, they right. picked up. What were they doing? Missionary Ken, these days people are picking up their cell phone to record it, not to call for help. I know, that's what I'm saying. They were busy recording it, but not one of them would use their cell phone to call it. What's wrong with that picture? It's very wrong. And as a grown woman, what would a 13-year-old have done to you to make you want to attack a 13-year-old? Like, just, 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 just think. Like, as a grown person, what can a 13-year-old do to you to make you want to attack them in that kind of way? It wasn't like this young lady was being rude to the lady. They just said she went to McDonald's and got attacked. That's crazy. It is. I'm glad this activist went to that McDonald's to get answers and protest over there. But we we also have to understand as consumers that most of these McDonald's are not owned by the the, the actual founders of the McDonald's that is owned by franchisees. So we so there are McDonald's that are owned by the actual um, company itself. And there, there are some that's owned by the owned by franchisees. So what we assume is we we have to be like, okay, these are owned by franchisees. So we can't because a lot of stuff that happens, we want to hold the big corporation accountable when it's really the franchisee person who's at fault. So we can't hold McDonald's. Well, how- even though it happened at the McDonald's, we can't 
we can't hold them accountable for the franchisee letting this happen. Well, how would you know if it's owned by a corporation or, or a franchise? How would you know? Because they have the thing. There's a certificate in there. And it would say, it would say franchise, franchise owned by with the person's name. Okay. So it has, they have the certificate that has the person's name on it to let them know that this is a franchise and not owned by the corporation itself. It has, it will say the corporation owns it or it's a franchise. And we'll have the person who franchises its name. So now that so so now McDonald's is coming under fire for this, right? So now the corporation is going to look at it and say, well, who owns this McDonald's in LA? And they're going to look and find the franchise's name because there has something like I don't know something happened like years ago and. And at McDonald's, you know, everybody was blaming the corporation because it's their name. Even though it's being franchised, it's their name. So everybody was blaming the corporation. And when McDonald's, the corporation, looked up who the person was, who, who owned the franchise, they terminated they, they, um, they terminated their franchise between them and the, they terminated the contract. Between them and that person, they couldn't own the fran- they 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 couldn't own the franchise anymore. Well, that's good. So, I hope in this case, I hope in this case with this thirteen-year-old person who who owns the franchise gets in trouble because your workers stood there and did nothing and watched a grown woman beat up a thirteen-year-old. Patients in the place did nothing. I watched a grown woman beat up a 13-year-old and videotaped it for us who to see on social media. But see, the yeah. point is, though, the point is, though, even though, say, that person owned that particular franchise, the fact that it's got that McDonald's sign outside, it still is going to make the McDonald's corporation look bad. And that's why McDonald's is going to have to look into that because it's still going to make them look bad when they got these people that have these franchises using their name, their name brand on stuff. And because they're basically representing the big corporation, even if they own the franchise, they're still going to make that main corporation look bad. Yep. That's why I said McDonald's, the call, they're going to look into it and then they're going to revoke whoever whoever owns the franchise might get, get it revoked because they let that happen and nobody did nothing. Yeah, it's, it's and the prices for McDonald's is ridiculous. A large fry is almost three dollars now. That's it is three dollars. 
inflation. A lot of inflation. You have to put it this way. When we were younger, we can get fries for like, we can get a medium fry for like a dollar and change. The large is like $2 the most. And remember, remember they have the value meals. Remember the value yeah. meals and how big the big the cups were for the soda and the value meals. Yeah. They still do the value meal, but it's not called value meal anymore. And you don't get that same size cup anymore, but. The price of, so you figure, potatoes went up. So supermarkets, uh, fast food places, they're going to raise their prices to cover the cost of the items that they need for the restaurant. So, like I said, the price of potatoes went up. So they got to buy potatoes to make the fries to send the the food to the franchises. So it's going to, so they figure we raise the price a few cents or we raise it a dollar, a dollar, and that's the price they have to deal with. This is why some people say, this is why some people say it's best to the cook, just go to the supermarket, buy what you need, and make it yourself at home instead of buying it from these fast food places. Because with that, yeah. um, McDonald's Big Mac value meal is eleven dollars and change. Yeah. And then Remember if you're Eddie not Murphy? going to McDonald's yourself to get it. And you having it delivered? There's a delivery fee and a service fee. Plus, yeah, it's ridiculous. Plus the tax. Plus the tax that you, if you were in the store yourself, the tax you got the tax that you're gonna pay for the food. Then you have a service fee, a delivery fee. Then if you gotta give the person who's delivering it a tip. Yeah. And then after you spend all that money, it's not as good as you thought it was going to be. Right. And you yeah, feel like you wasted money. Yeah, it's crazy. Then especially after you eat it, like I just spent money on this, and it's crazy. That's why they said in the Eddie Murphy, I make you a hamburger better than McDonald's. Better than McDonald's? And they got the dripping, they got the bell pepper. McDonald's, you know bell pepper? Oh. And why is the bread finger? Better than make the same amount of money you would pay for all of that, you could have went to the store, bought you some ground beef, um, some buns, some cheese, and made your own burgers for the same price that you paid for your whole meal at McDonald's. And this is why you go to Sneaky Sam. And when you go to Sneaky Sam, you get a burger. Hello? Burger, a fry, and a Coke for $4. You know, the cat, you know, found a way to bring up Sneaky Sands, Lord. <laughs> yep. 
six, you still spending money that you that you can make the same thing at home, and it will be cheaper you buying it from the store. So, the store brand of grits is going to cost you. It used to be, for me, it used to be a dollar and sixty nine cents. Because of inflation, it went up a dollar. So now it's so it went up uh, it went up a, a, a dollar. So now it's two dollars and change just for a, a bag. I think it's I think it went up a dollar, but it's like close. Let's say two dollars and change just for one bag of grits, right? And then what else you gonna eat? You get a thing of breakfast sausage, the same. The same amount of money you spent on your breakfast, you could have brought breakfast out the supermarket and made the same thing. Could have made the same thing. Because it's only you. It's only you by yourself. So it's not like you're feeding a whole lot of people. It's just you by yourself. Yeah. There's this story I want you to look up. Um, this happened last year in Texas where the mentally um, – there was a guy that had some mental challenges, was killed. He he was off his medication, and the cop did a, another um, George Floyd, and he had his knee and his back for 13 minutes. Mm-hmm. They only they only discovered that he was unconscious after they put him on the ground. But to add insult to injury, they laughed. <laughs> I hope I didn't kill him, and they laughed. Well, I want I want to get y'all I want to get y'all opinion on that. So there's a similar story to that, but it didn't happen in Texas though. Recently, I think it happened a month earlier, a young woman was walking across the street, and you know when the cops, you know, they, you know when the cops get a call, you know, they, they see, they put their siren on, the lights on, let you know that they're coming. Well, this cop didn't do that. So he's speeding and hit this young lady. And he runs over her. He runs over her. He calls it in, and you you can hear the body cam was the dash cam was released, and you hear the cops and they're laughing about this cop running this girl over. But did she the girl a make it? College student. And she was of Indian, not Native American, but Indian descent, and they were laughing that she got ran over by the cop car. They were joking about it. The two cops in the damn on car, and the dash cam caught it all. Wow. They should truly be fired. Well, did the lady did she did she get killed or did she just get hit by the car? The car, 
so so you 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 know you seen you have seen the cop cars zooming in in the zooming on the road because they got a call and you know they were dispatched to come to a certain area. So the, any cops that are close by, they they put their sirens on, the lights on, they zoom, and that's what he did. But he didn't put his lights or siren on. He just was zooming through. He hit her, and once he hit her. She fell down to the ground. He rolled over her. Oh. So she died instantly. Oh. My God. And then the, when he called it in to tell, to say what happened, another cop car was coming to the scene, and they were discussing it in the car and laughing about it. Nothing about that is funny. That's that's ridiculous. That's truly sad. That that's. And she came from India sure. just so she can go to college. Her mother's a single mother. Wow. And she saved up her money to send her daughter all the way over here just to go to college. Uh, uh, uh. They ought to done the same thing to him and see how he liked it. That's just horrible. It is. It is. But see if you can pull that story up, uh, 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 Rose. That's not going to be, I need, because a lot of stories are going to come up where a man was killed in Texas, to be honest. I can say man killed by a cop in Texas, and you know how many stories are going to come up? <laughs> you type in mentally disturbed man killed in Texas, it'll, it'll pull up. Not always, because remember you said this was a year ago. Amazing. And we want to say rest in peace to Irish, uh, 702. She passed away, age 43. So our thoughts and prayers goes out to her family, her friends, and fans at this difficult time. Go to start in the Six Eyes Radio Network. The talent. The second girl group, because uh, somebody passed away from the girls. Do you remember what part of Texas? Uh, I can't because they just said this today. Uh, Coming up for me is something somewhere in Colleen, Texas. That might that might have been it. It might have been Colleen. Pull that up. That sounds familiar. I believe it was Colleen, Texas, uh, Rose. 
Says justice for the well, this article says justice for Patrick Warren Sr., Texas cop, kills unknown black man during mental health check. It says the recent police killing of an unknown black man in Texas is under investigation by multiple law enforcement agencies as questions mount by how what should have been and nonviolent encounter turned into a deadly shooting. Says Patrick Warren Sr. was killed Sunday after an officer responded to his family's attempt to contact mental health professionals when they noticed his behavior changing at their home in the town of Colleen. But it was still unclear why the Colleen Police Department officer felt the need to not only taser Warren, a 52-year-old man who, again, was unarmed, but also actually shoot him to death. Uh-huh. As we married, the civil rights attorney retained by Warren's family described an overly aggressive police encounter that places a spotlight directly on the still unidentified officer's reckless hasty and preventable actions. He also touched on how perilous mental wellness checks conducted by police have become for black people in in particular. After the family called authorities for help, were told that the mental health worker was not available and a police officer was sent to Warren's home instead. Merritt said in a press release sent to News One Warren met the officers at the front door before he asked them to leave. The press release said when the officers refused, the, the press release said Warren's family came to the door to see him being tasered on the ground. That's when one of the officers shot Warren, aimed the gun at Warren's wife, then shot Warren again. According to press release, it was unclear how many times Warren was shot, but it was at least twice. Merritt tweeted video footage of the incident recorded by an apparent home security system. Says local news Crazy. reports lack those in, in other details instead opting to provide a police narrative that Singing places blame on an emotionally distressed man, like those same local news reports. And press release from the Kaleen Police Department failed to mention why the officer decided to taser and shoot Warren. Well, he said, the, said that Warren told the cop to leave from his home. And that's when the cop tasered him. And then wow. turn around and shoot him. That don't make sense. If I if, if you come into my house for a wellness check, and I tell you you could leave my home, why would you turn around and tase me and then shoot me? Yeah. 
Seems like they just should have let. Yeah. Seems like the family should have just let let him sleep that off, and he would have been better and still alive the next day. To have somebody come and and and, and tase you and kill you. I mean, that's that's crazy. The thing is, if they have a mental health professional and a mental health professional is not there, then I would advise the family to take the person to the hospital. If we have a mental episode, as the dispatcher on the phone, I would, would have advised the family to take him to the hospital to get checked. It should have been somebody else on call. They, in absence of the of But six, you have to understand, some of these towns are small towns where they can't afford to have more than one mental health person. So if Colleen I'm not, I don't know how big Colleen is, but if it's a small town and they might not can afford. They might not can afford to have a, a two mental health professionals on staff. But because of this, and I'm sure the pol- the police officer lied on the report to cover up why he shot that man and tasered that man. Yep, I'm sure he lied in the report. And when the truth, all the truth comes out, Colleen Texas is going to be paying that family a lot of money. Hi, Sister Road. Hello, Sister Emily. Hey, you know, like you were saying about maybe the town being small, they couldn't maybe not afford to have more than... One uh, mental health professional on call. Estabule ain't all that big. And they have four or five. That's good to know, the family. But for some places, they, they, they can't afford to have more than one. Some places, they can't afford to have more than one. So this is all Well, I think it also I think it also road depends on if some towns and I know this to be a fact because in Yorksville, Ohio they don't have a local hospital. They just have a local outpatient clinic, and if the person's bad enough, then they have to transfer them to another town. And when I lived in Kentucky, they didn't have mental health people on staff. They had to bring them in from another town. Wow. Yeah. In Kentucky, some of those 
farming communities down there, like where I was living in Somerset, Kentucky, and Danville and different things. They had to bring their mental health professionals in from another town. And I know a few towns that are real, real small communities right here in Ohio. They're not real big communities, and they still, either they have to ship them out to another town, or they have to bring them, bring mental health professionals into their town. Pardon me, if, if, we were to do, if they're doing wellness checks, every police department should have more than one mental health professional on staff. So that if one is I off, agree with you there. That if one is off, then there's one that fills in. So, yeah. And I want to, you know, I want to say congrats. We, we need to say congrats to Melba Moore, who finally got her star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. Shalomar also has a star on the Walk of Fame in London. They showed a picture of them standing by their star. The Sugar Hill Gang also. Um, so I want to say congrats to them for getting the, even though it's not here in the U.S., but still they have the, the I don't know what the British call it, but they call it the Hollywood Walk of Fame. I don't know what the Brits call it. <laughs> I don't know what they call it, but they have a star, Shalomar, uh, Sugar Hill Gang. Oh, yeah? I don't know what happened to Rose. I'm still here. Oh, that's good. Oh. Okay, I got a hypothetical for you. Each one of you. Each one of you gets $6 million. What are you going to do with it? Are you going to take the lump sum, or are you going to take yearly? And what are your plans with the $6 million? Anybody well, speak at once? No, I'm going to I'm going to, for me, I would have them annually and what I would do with it is what I'm already doing. 
<laughs> it's going in the bank. It's paying off bills. It's you know, I'm still going to be doing what I'm doing. Me getting six million is not going to change what I'm doing. Me doing what I'm doing is not, you know, getting that money is not going to change what I'm doing. It just, that money is going to help me be able to do it longer. Uh huh. Same question. Wolfgang, Mikael. I think, um, whew, I don't know if I'd take the lump sum or the investment considering my age. I'm going to say that. Um, is the lump sum, I'm, I'm sorry, is the payment, is there a time limit or is it the death? Say what now? After taxes, you're going to have $3 million. They don't take $3 million from you. They give you $6 million. They're not taking $3 million from you for the taxes. Oh, good thing I don't work at the tax office. Thank God. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, if it's for life, um. Life expectancy. I'm just, I'm just trying to think. We don't know when we're gonna go, but I, I guess part of me would consider doing the lump sum and investing. I'm going to say that. I'll, I'll say I'll take the lump sum and invest and leave it at that. Okay. All right. All right. We'll same question. Well, actually, I do a kind of mixture between what Nikhail was saying and Road. I'd go for the lump sum, but I'd be paying my bill, all my bills off and everything, get what I need for the ministry, and then the rest I'd invest and use the investments and stuff toward helping me to run the ministry, do things that i got to do. Yeah. Okay. And would you buy me a nice coffee mug? Oh heck yeah! I need, hey, part of my investing would also be to put some aside towards Six Eyes Radio Network. Why not invest in some yeah. good equipment for Six Eyes? Thank you, because I would like to get a um, something I could take with me when I have my coffee. So that, that thank you. Okay. Same question, Emily. What would you do? Um, Emily said, now, here's what she'd do. If she was investing, she'd make sure she got you a, a big coffee pot like she's got and get you a real big coffee mug like she's got, like the 100-some ounce, so you, you'd have plenty of coffee during the day. Okay. And I'm sure she'll buy the rest of her books and crayons. A lot of crayons. Well, you know she'd invest in that. Yeah. 
So what would you do with the $6 million? Well, um, I will build a cat amusement um, wall for trumpets. Get them all the traditional uh, cat cat treats he wants. I would uh, buy me two shirts, two pair of pants, and two pair of shoes. I would go grocery shopping. I would um, I would uh, get my mom and dad moved right next to each other because they're they're across the way from each other right now, about five feet away from each other. I would get Reunited together, um, I would um, give my uncle some money, my uncle Jack some money, make sure it's good. Give each one of my nieces and nephews a hundred dollars. You only give them the rest of the. You got six million. You only giving them a hundred dollars. They don't appreciate what I give them now, so they better be glad they're getting that. <laughs> and continue to pay bills like I'm doing right now. Oh, and also I'll 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 do some um investment. Investment. And that's it and now and my money Okay. So, I got some trivia. Let's got some trivia. Let's see how good everybody is with the trivia. Now I'm gonna give you the trivia, and I'm, I'm gonna say what. Uh, Road. Before you start, since we didn't have nobody new on the show for the Monday show, I'm gonna run that question. The question. The two questions that I gave for trivia last week on this show instead is what I decided to do. Okay, the first question was, what one modification is needed to make the Connect 4 game accessible to a blind person? The the distinction has to be uh, raised, uh, red or black. So... so Know the difference. If it's a, if it's a B for black, it's it's B. If it's R for red, it's red. So you'll know the difference of the uh, uh, checkers. Close, but no cigar. It's something that you could actually do for yourself with a standard Connect Four game that you buy at the store. You could do it yourself, and it'd be able to do it with a standard Connect Four game that you buy at the store. You can modify it yourself. Well, how? And it, I mean, uh, very simple. Six. All you do is take the black checkers and you drill a hole through them, about a, a, a three-eighths hole to a half-inch hole, and you drill them holes through the center of each black checker. Then you feel the ones that have a hole are black, and the ones that are solid are red. Well, why? Why the black got to get drilled? Or you could do them to the red. It doesn't matter. You just pick which checker you want to have, which color that you want the hole through, so you know one color's the the one color's got the holes, one color don't have the holes, and then you know which ones are which. 
I was about to ask the same question. <laughs> no, I mean, we barely got to sit. We got to rush and eat. I mean, now we got people drilling holes into us. Okay. <laughs> and then, then here's the second question. What two modifications are needed to a checkers game to make it accessible to a blind person? I don't know how to play checkers. I couldn't play checkers when I could see. So I have no idea. <laughs> Same, same thing, drilling holes in it? I don't know. That's the one modification to the checkers themselves. And the second is each alternating square, like, say, the ones that would be red or the ones that are black, whichever one you want, you raise those squares up with some sort of, uh, like, a uh, little piece of cardboard or something, while the other ones are left lower, and you could feel the height difference on the alternating squares. See that, Wolfgang. How? Wolfgang? Yeah. How are you going to do that? As I just said, you take a piece of cardboard, you cut the square, the cardboard into squares the same size as your squares on your checkerboard. And then you glue those little squares to, let's say, we'll just use example, the black, the black squares on your checkerboard. That makes those squares raised while the red ones be lower, or vice versa. You glue them to the red ones, leaving those raised while the black ones are lower. You take your pick. That's why I don't play checkers. And that's how you modify the checkers game. Okay. Uh. All right. All right. <laughs> okay. So. All right. Here is the trivia question. Famous line is associated with former President Ronald Reagan. Is it "I'm not a crook"? The buck stops here. Read my lips, no new taxes, or tear down this wall. Which the line is associated? The buck stops here. Okay. No, tear down these walls. The Kel um, answered first, so I'm going with the Kel's answer. Wrong. Nope, that wasn't it. What did you say, Sid? Hey. Okay. Miguel Gorbachev, tear down these walls. I said Ronald Reagan. Where do you get Gorbachev from? That's what he said, tear down these walls. That's what he was talking about. So you are right. It is tear down this wall. So is a line, is a line from a speech made by U.S. President Ronald Reagan in West Berlin on June 12, 1987, calling for the leader of the Soviet Union, Mikhail Gorbachev, to open up the barrier which had divided East and West Berlin since 1961. This speech by President Ronald Reagan took place in 
to the people of West Berlin contained one of the most memorable lines spoken during his presidency. Two years later, the barrier came down to the delight of the East and West Berliners alike. The two Germanys were officially reunited on October 3rd, 1990. No, you wasn't born yet, girl. All right, what's the next answer? Next question. Okay, so the next trivia, let me. So, here's the next one. It's loading. Give me. Which song written by Bob Dylan takes his title from a line in the Shakespeare play Hamlet? Blowing in the wind, like a rolling stone, murder most foul, the times they are a-changing. Which song written by Bob Dylan takes his title from a line in the Shakespeare play Hamlet? Blowing in the wind, like a rolling stone, (laughs) murder most foul, the times they are changing. Mortimer's file. So that's what you're going with as your. Yep. That's what you're going with. And the correct answer is. Oh, wait a minute. That is the correct answer. It says, Murder Most Far is a song by singer-songwriter Bob Dylan that appeared without warning in the midst of the coronavirus lockdown. The song addresses the assassination of John F. Kennedy in the wider context of American political and cultural history. Lasting 16 minutes and 56 seconds, it is the longest song Dylan ever released. The title comes from a poignant line within William Shakespeare's play Hamlet, where the ghost of Hamlet's father refers to his death as a murder most foul, as in the best as it is. <clears throat> but this most foul, strange, and unnatural. Yep. Okay, here's the next one. Let's see here. It is low. Let's see. How good are you at 60s songs? The only one is good with the titles of 60s songs. Say it again. So this this is this is ten questions. All about we gotta find the missing word in these sixties song titles. Okay, go. Go. let's go. Okay, you gonna do? Let's go. Questions? Okay. Let's go. Bring it. This is the first one. It's 11. This one is not 10. 
It's 11 questions. But this is the this is the first one. Please, Mr. Blank. Is it Postman, Postman, Taxman? Postman. Postman. (laughs) Okay. Here's the second one. All you need is cash, love, 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 love. Okay, you got that right. Here's the third one. Like a blank stone. Is it broken, skipping, or rolling? Like a rolling stone. That is correct. Here's the fourth one. I got you, hun, babe, dear, darling. I got you, babe. Sunny and share. And number five, crimson and blank. Is it clover? Is it carcass, cabbage, or candle? Candle. Nope, it's clover. We got one wrong so I far. One. Blank eye girl. Is it blue eyed girl, gray eyed girl, green eyed girl, or brown eyed girl? Brown-eyed girl. That's correct. Son of a blank man is an army preacher drinking or traveling. Son of a preacher man. That's correct. Number eight, the sound of blank. Nature, justice, silence, violence. Just the sound of silence. You're saying silence? Silence. Yes. That is correct. Blank Dreaming is Hawaii, Colorado, Mississippi, California. Daydreaming. There's no day. Is it Hawaii, Colorado, Mississippi, California? Hold on, say it one more time. Blank Dreaming is in Hawaii, Colorado, Mississippi, California. California. Correct. Unchained Blank is in Melody. 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 The last one is Build Me a Blank is a Blossom, Ladybug, Honeybee, Buttercup. Buttercup. So you only got one wrong. So you got ten right. Why don't you build me up? Way to go, Six. Way to go. You are the music man. Yeah. <coughs> okay, got that. We did that one. So it was Clover. Okay. 
Here is the next one. This one. Let's see if you can get this one, Missionary Ken. Go ahead. The question is loading. If you build it, he will come is a famous quote from which sports film? If you build it, he will come is a famous quote from which sports film? The National Field of Dreams, Bull Durham, or A League of Their Own? I have no clue. Field of Dreams. Okay, so Six is answering it. That is correct. It says, Field of Dreams is a 1989 film about an Iowa corn farmer who hears a voice telling him, if you build it, he will come. He encourages this as an introduction to build a baseball diamond in his cornfield. As the baseball diamond takes shape, the veil between reality and the supernatural begins to blur as shooters Joe Jackson and other dead baseball players emerge from the cornfield to engage in a timeless game of baseball. Yeah, y'all wasn't born yet. That's why y'all don't know that. And that's okay. um, The film stars Kevin Costner, James Earl Jones, Ray Liotta, and Burt Lancaster in his final role. (coughs) James was nominated for three Academy Awards, including Best Picture. Oh, yeah. All right, here's, here's the next one. Wow, I can't even get to the next one because uh, I was saying my Wi-Fi wants to act up. <laughs> Let's see here. Uh, 
trying to bring it up, but it's, uh, there we go. Well, while she's doing that, I'll give a trivia of my own here. In the movie Apollo 13, who, which, which character said the famous line, quote, failure is not an option, unquote, Jim Lovell, Mrs. Lovell, Gene Kranz, or Deke Slayton? Gene Kranz. Of course, Ruth would get it, but I was hoping to see if six or one of the others would get it, Ruth. <laughs> but she got it. All right. I already watched that movie enough. <laughs> Way to go. Way to go. Thank you. It's it's a, it's a fun movie to watch, though. Mm-hmm. Oh, here's another good Not one. You feel it, Ruth? Here's another good one. This one is TV theme song. And they want you they want to know if these lyrics to the theme song rings a bell. And I'm gonna give this one to Nikel. Since this is the last one, I'll give this one to the cow. The first one is, I go to the cabby, go home, smell you later. That one's easy. Say that again, that's Will Smith. I yell to the cabby, go home, smell you later. Will Smith. What's the name of what's the name of the show? Oh, um Fresh Prince of Bel Air. <laughs> that is correct. Here's number two. Boy the way Glenn Miller plays. That was another easy one. Sons that made the hit parade. Guys like us, we had to make those were the days. You know who you were then? Girls and girls that never made Let her answer me. Oh. <laughs> okay. Okay. All right. That's uh, if you watch the show. I watched the show. Um, I know it was Archie Bunker, Edith. Oh, gosh, what was the name of that show? So I'm going to give you the multiple choices they give. Frazier. Happy Days, The Jeffersons, All in the Family. All in the Family. <laughs> what you laughing at? I, I, I just love to hear y'all answer these questions. Okay, here's number uh-huh. three. Rolling, rolling, rolling. Is it Raw High, ooh, 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 ooh. Wagon Train, or The Big Valley? Ooh, 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 ooh. Uh, choices again. So it's, it's rolling, rolling, rolling. Is it raw high? These are all. This is a theme song to a country, to a western. This is a theme song to a western. Is it raw high? Bonanza, <coughs> wagon train, the big valley. Uh, 
I know this one, but it's not for me to answer. I do too. I can't say it. I do too. Uh, I don't remember. <laughs> rolling, rolling, rolling. Rawhide. Yep, missionary king got it. I was gonna ask you, what's the opposite that of Bonanza? No. Oh my God, oh. Bonanza don't even have no words. He said rawhide. That's wow. the same answer. Because no, uh, Nikhil, I thought you would have got that one because of the time I picked on six about running a worm ranch. You know, rolling, 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 rawhide. You need a small horse. <laughs> oh. Oh. So here's number four. Older than me. Want to go where everybody knows your name? That's another easy one. I can't answer it. So the multiple choices are Cheers, Friends, Seinfeld, Will, and Grace. Cheers? Yes, that's the correct answer. Here's number five. Darling, I love you, but give me Park Avenue. Is that Greenish, Mad Men, Different Strokes, the Beverly Hillbillies? Green Acres. Green Acres is that place to be. I'm living is the life for me. Yeah, that's correct. It's number six. Come and knock on our door. There's another easy one. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Three's company. Ooh, ooh. That's the correct answer. Three's company. Why are you acting like horse? Jack, let's go to the Regal Beagle. Pick up some checks. Here's number seven. Here we come, walking down the street. Is it eight is enough? The monkeys, the eighteen, the Partridge family. Ooh, 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 ooh. Repeat those multiple choice again. Eight is enough. The monkeys, the eighteen, the Partridge family. He? Ooh, ooh. 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 Here's number eight. It was what? Horse, horse, what horse, was it? Horse, horse, of course, of course. That's another easy one. Ooh. What's the multiple choice? Mr. Ed, the Long Ranger, or New Zoo Review? Mr. Ed. Ooh. Yep, that is the correct answer. Here's number... This is number nine. It's time to play the music 
and it's time to light the lights. Is it the Tonight Glee, the Muppet Show, or Monday Night Football? Ooh. It's time to play the music. It's time to light the lights. Is it the Tonight Show? Is it Glee, the Muppet Show? Monday Night Football. Ooh. Hmm. Ooh. Answer it. It's so unfair. I, I, the Muppets. I mean, I, I I can't be answering these easy questions. The Muppets. That was before my time. <laughs> yeah, there was the Muppets. His number... Ten. What other habits of predictability? That's an easy one. Look, man, the Paperboy Evening TV. That's Family Man. Uh, that's uh, I mean, uh, full. no, it's Nikel. And has to answer. If she can't answer it, then you can answer it. Oh, okay, oh. I'm sorry. Read it one more time, Road. I'm sorry. Whatever happened to predictability? Is it? Ooh, I don't know this one. Brady Bunch, Full House, The Golden Girls, Dukes of Hazard. Don't get it, Nikel? No. Ooh. What is it, Six? Ooh. Ooh. Come on, horseback. Full house. Full house. Yeah. You guys really want to stump me? I mean, yeah, I mean, come on. I'm the best at this. And this is number 11. Our whole universe was in a hot, dense state. This one, I use this one. So I'm like, the most again. choices are Star Trek, well, say it again. Jetson, Big Bang Theory, Third Rock from the Sun. I know the answer to this. What was the question? What was the what was it? Our whole universe was in a hot, dense state. Oh, the the Big Bang Theory. But that's for Nikel to answer, not you. Uh, well, she ain't gonna know <laughs> this. She can't she's answer, not gonna know this stuff. Well, she's not gonna know this stuff. This is the last question. You're going to make it after all. This is an easy one. The Alice, Academy, Moonlighting, or the Mary Tyler Moore Show? Tyler Moore. Yeah. 
So the total. A six. Is it the reason you're making all those ooh noises is because uh that previous question is what was happening is you had this big ball of gas and it got ignited. So you got all twelve <laughs> correct with sixes help. <laughs> you're having fun, Kenny. Watch out for that ball of gas, Six. That methane gas, you get it lit, it might explode. And it'd be real funky. Oh, that is so silly. (laughs) That ball of gas might go, and then someone light it, and they go, boom! Uh Uh-oh, uh-oh. Okay, they're going to get too silly now, darling. <laughs> yeah, that's... It's one... And I tell you, Trumpet, Trumpet uh, let one go earlier. Oh, my God. Trumpet. Yeah, we used to have our dogs, and Kenny had the leader dogs, and they, they had that problem, too. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, we won't mention CD. Whew. Oh, Some yeah, right in the middle of traffic, yeah. Some of his? <laughs> he would let some of his rank bombs? Woo-hoo. Okay, one time I was doing a lecture down here at this Goodwill, and he left one in the room. The poor guy, the uh, the teacher, he had to tell somebody to go open the window and the air out the room. He thought someone would die. <laughs> wow. Bet y'all got a pick out of that. CD was over there wagging his tail, fanning the odor. <laughs> oh, goodness. Wow. <laughs> but, you know, we had some fun experiences. That one with, with CD, though, I never knew CD. So that's one thing Kenny would have to tell you about the semi. But he told me the story. It's pretty funny. Okay, I got one more criteria. Let's see if we can get this one. Who is created, no, who is credited with creating the Maxwell House slogan, Go to the Last Drop? Muhammad Ali, Jackson Pollock, Theodore Roosevelt. Who is credited with creating... The Maxwell House slogan gets to the last drop. Now, six and missionary kin, y'all drink coffee, so one of you should know this. And the multiple choice answers are Mark Twain, Muhammad Ali, Jackson Pollock, the artist, and Theodore Roosevelt. Theodore Roosevelt. And which which one you going with, Missionary Ken? And I'll tell you who. I'll go on with six. So you're going to agree with six. It's Theodore Roosevelt. Okay. Let's see if you're right. 
And that is correct. It says, the author of the famous Good to the Last Drop slogan is former President Theodore Roosevelt, according to Maxwell House, President President Roosevelt was visiting Andrew Jackson's estate. The Hermitage in 1907, during the visit, he was served Maxwell House coffee and reportedly declared it was good to the last drop. The owner of Maxwell House coffee heard the president's compliment and adopted it as their corporate slogan. In 2009, Maxwell House coffee house ran a commercial depicting President Roosevelt telling the famous story. Yep. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That was Six, with that much pain, you must have a real gas bomb on your hands. <laughs> Maybe you should tell that story about CD after all, the one about the semi-truck. But, um, it would really get them laughing before they went to bed. Ooh. Go ahead, tell us the story, Wolfgang. Okay. Well, now, 90 I'm seconds. not sure if you remember, okay, in Ashtabula here where, okay, the Arby's is, okay, and where the tire place is on the other corner of West Avenue and 20. Okay. Okay. If you're going from where the tire place is that used to be Monroe, but they got a different name from it now, but it's still the same right there on that corner. And as you're going north, you're going from the tire place, you cross over Route 60 20, seconds. and then you get to where Arby's is, okay? And as you well know, there's two lanes of traffic to go eastbound on 20. Then there's that turn lane that turns from uh, 20 going southbound onto West Avenue. Then there's the two westbound lanes going toward westbound. And then they had that little island. They used to have that little island there, cement island. Then they had that turn lane that would turn right-hand turns for people going off of Route 20 going northbound onto West Avenue. Well, what happened was my uncle and I, we were getting ready to cross Route 20 from the tire shop over to Arby's. And the light, the light had Ten just seconds. turned red on Route 20, and the light turned green on West Avenue, and I had given C.D. his command to go ahead and cross. Well, C.D., I didn't know the poor guy had to go to the restroom. And lo and behold, we got across the two eastbound lanes of Route 20. We got just past the turn lane, and then the first westbound lane on Route 20 going the other direction Lo and behold, he decides to take a squat right there in the crosswalk and take and leave a nice, steamy load, okay? And the light is red, and and I'm trying to hurry him along to get out of the road so that I could get across the street. And lo and behold, to my right here, I hear this big semi coming. 
But he leaves his load, and I finally hustle him across, and that light had just turned green, and that trucker, he, he had been slowing down, but then he, you could hear him step on the gas to get going again. And lo and behold, his front wheel went right over it. The back set of duels on his front part of his truck went over it. The back set of wheels on his trailer got through it, and that back wheel of his trailer grabbed it and flipped it up, and lo and behold, it went right from under his mud flap and right onto the windshield of this white Trans Am that's following him. Okay? And the dummy in the Trans Am Am, trying to get – this blob of well um, off his windshield turns on his windshield washer and wipers, <laughs> making a making a nice brown gooey mess all over his windshield. The next thing you hear, <laughs> Trans Am. In the middle of Route 20, the guy hops out and he's cussing up a storm and. By this time, we're about maybe a quarter of the way down West Avenue, and he's cussing up a storm, and my uncle looks back and tells me what had happened, and this guy's out there cussing up a storm, taking up the road, and and we just crack up laughing, and and we weren't about to go back and say, hey, uh, it was my dog that did it, but it was funny because the dog leaves his load in the road. So the Trans Am got my dog's calling card. Oh, it is. That's nasty. It's kind of weird, but that's a little bit messy, honey. <laughs> yeah, that's one thing I didn't notice because Kenny so, and I were not so, together then. <laughs> so you could say that's what you call a flying crap. Yeah, it was crazy. Wow. No, yeah, that's, that's, that's a messy mess. Mine was a little subtle, more subtle. I, well, I did it with um, the dog that we had after that dog was uh, Maggie, and she wanted to leave the apartment. So she went outside, and I had her biscuit sticking up in my hand. She turned around, looked at me, and made shot right from the apartment, right inside. And said, Here, honey. I liked that one because I thought that was so nice. But we, I think we might not want to mention what also Maggie got her teeth on because uh, Nikhil might go, ooh. Yeah, was it Maggie or Truman that decided to eat the loaf of bread out of the Save-A-Lot store? Uh, that was Maggie, but she got her teeth on something else, Ruth, you remember? Oh. No, I don't right now. Uh, one of your bloody you-know-whats. Oh, God, yeah, when you got home on the Greyhound bus. Yeah, and that thing kept saying Ashtabula for Ashtabula. No, 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 not the Trekker. No, no, I know. She, she got a hold of one of your bloody you-know-what yeah, from your yeah. <laughs> time of the month. Yeah, well, that was disgusting, but um, we kind of wanted to leave that one out, darling. <laughs> but, um, hmm. But well, we did have some fun with our dogs. And well, you don't forget, Truman decided to dig a hole out in our, our backyard out here and wanted to leave, remember? 
Somehow I managed to get them back in with the biscuit, just like I did Maggie. Yeah, <laughs> they both got to live here. It was nice. I really miss both of them. Yeah, I so think Maggie they, had to be taken to Columbus. I think it was, and so, and so uh, you, you, Sherman. You guys never kept in touch with the with the person that got your dog. Uh, the one, no, but the one that got Truman when he was retired, yes. I, I've been yeah, still in contact family. with him. I still got their address. I might have to write them. Yeah, so. Yeah, the Grubb family. Is Truman still living? No, he died of cancer. Yeah, he had been actually retired and was given to an elderly lady, and I don't think she took good care of him, and he passed away. No, 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 Ruth. It had nothing to do with her not taking care of him. He had cancer. And he passed oh, okay. away. that's right. I remember. Okay. I miss both those dogs so very much. So that's what happened. So well, all dogs go to heaven. So likely we go to heaven. We'll see the dogs too. Yep, they'll be waiting for me. Because the lion will lie down with the lamb. So there's the other the other animals up there too. <laughs> so that'd be nice. All right. Yeah, you'll get to have your little sweetie up there, too. <laughs> but, <laughs> yeah, I, I had a few hamsters, but I didn't have anything exciting. <laughs> so Kenny came along with the dogs. So we've had some fun. And pray for Emily. She's on her way back, Kenny, and so she's going to call me shortly. Yeah, she, she went home because she's tired. So we'll talk again another day with her. She'll just said she called me back on myself. All right. So, yeah, she's just a little tired tonight. She did the long walk to the harbor. <laughs> so she stopped by here to visit us a little bit, and, and then she's going back to her apartment. She was on the eighth was... floor of the actual towers. Ah. <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, I'm glad um, we all had a great time here on Six and Row. I want to thank you. You can join us every Tuesday, eight central. I'm sorry, seven.